I wanted to ask you about this. Have you been seeing this, the Mandela effect test? Uh, all right, so I have not. I don't pay attention to like any of the news, to be honest with you. It's not even really news. My wife oh. just kind of showed me this on Instagram one time in the last mm. week or so. And I mean, I was definitely not sober when I took this test, but some of these kind of <laughs> blew my mind. Oh, shit. So I was just curious on how you would do on a couple of these because one i was like there's there's no way i had to reevaluate my entire life when i saw <laughs> it it's not this one this is the kit kat one does the kit okay. kat have no hyphen in the middle or a hyphen in the middle bruh <laughs> you're gonna overthink you know it i don't think it does say no here's right Good job. I got that mm. one wrong. Here's mm. the one that here's the one that really fucked me up though. Fruit of the Loom. Which one? Damn, I want to say the one on the left. The cornucopia, right? No. And what the fuck? That's what blew my mind. There's never been, apparently, Fruit of the Loom even like talked about this recently. They said there's never been a cornucopia in their damn logo. Are you? Wait, what? I know. (laughs) I could have swore I was just at Walmart looking at some draws. Right. And they had one on there. You would think, right? And I'm like, no, no, no. Let me check my. (laughs) Check check the draws. Check the draws. Check the white t shirts. Hmm. Yeah. I'm going to go grab some of my draws right now and go check. That's okay. I I understand because I was distraught after I I was told that. I, I just sat in silence. And I'm like, there is absolutely no way that we all, as a society, collectively imagined a cornucopia. Why would we do? Why would we all think about that? I have no fucking idea. See, it's this is shit we don't even think about. Not at all. It's, we take it for granted, maybe, but we take that shit for granted. But that's the most. That's the most crazy. I, I was. I was out of my mind. I'm like, are you? I would never in another situation. Imagine a cornucopia, not even at Thanksgiving. So I'm like, that's the only thing I would think of is Fruit of the Loom. It's never existed. Yes. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. There's others too. I won't get into them all, but like, damn. Hey, some I, of these, I was just like, what? I got to, yeah, I got to take that. <laughs> yeah, it's real. Oh, they got a Pokemon? Oh, they got a Pokemon. Oh, I think you would know this one. What does Pikachu's tail look like? Does it have the black stripe or no black stripe? Now, I knew this one. For real? Yes. I'm a bit of a Pokemon master myself, you know. To be honest, I'm not a fan of Pikachu, to be honest. I fucking hate Pikachu. Pikachu. I know he's like the logo, but I don't think Pikachu has that stripe. No. You saying no stripe? No. You're right. It's no stripe. Yeah. (laughs) But fuck Pikachu. I hate Pikachu. Yeah, fuck Pikachu. Pikachu. Weak ass motherfucking guy. Right? Anyway. (laughs) So yeah, go ahead and take that test. It's It'll mess you up a little bit. Man, yeah, messed me up already. <laughs> Damn, that, that cornucopia. I, I sat at night in bed, like just staring at my ceiling, like there's no way. No, no, there's <laughs> no way, bro. That's, right. that's literally been on my mind since you showed me, and I'm like, nope. It, I could have swore. And the fact that it never existed. It's not even that they got rid of it eventually. It never. It happened. never existed. I'm, my mom must have been buying some bootleg Fruit of the Loom 
vegetable <laughs> of the loom, some shit. So they, they add the cornucopia <laughs> to the bootleg version? <laughs> None but it, it wasn't an apple on it, it was a fucking tomato and some right. other bullshit. They called they added the S, it's called like fruits of the loom instead of fruit of the loom. That's, <laughs> that was the one difference. That's how you knew it was ghetto. Hey, yeah, yeah, there you go, there you go. That shit was, you know, 10 for a buck. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't believe that shit. So check your tidy whities if you're out Man. there listening. And there's no cornucopia. And you just have to sit with that and understand that you were wrong for your entire life. <laughs> the entire life. But anyway, man, how's it going? How's your week man, going? Man, it is going good, man. Oh, my God. I got a story for you. And it actually ties into the Fruit of the Loom because it ties into some draws. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was going to say, how, how is that going to connect? But... It ties into some draws and it ties into some of my Pokemon friends. You know what I mean? Oh, the, the cast yeah, of yeah, Pokemon yeah. is back, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so, I mean, you can get right into it, sir. I'm yo. still going to come up with like a segment name for this. I'm still workshopping it. Like Ryan's World or something. Man, I love a you know theme what? song, all of it. Next next episode, we'll have it. Yes, give me one. I'm, I'm gonna brainstorm that it. with you, and we'll, we'll we'll figure it out. We'll figure I like it. it. I already have some theme songs picked out, but I want to post a little song right before you get into your story time because I always feel like I need like my little animal crackers, my milk, and just sit cross leg on a carpet <laughs> and, and listen to the the story unfold. Light so, some candles, turn the lights off. Oh, that's, different, that's a different kind of story. <laughs> I was thinking like kindergarten, but. Yeah, I guess you could have like a bath with candles too for this type of story. So it, whatever your whatever floats your boat. Got to man, but yes. hey go man, ahead, go ahead, sir. I gotta tell you about the time when I first went to a strip club. Oh, and this happened this year. Wait, wait, wait. yeah, yeah, yeah. See, see, like twenty twenty three, like in the last couple of months. Yes, twenty twenty two. Your first strip club? I am shocked. Yes, yes. Um. No offense. I mean, I, I'm telling you this story because I've never told this story before. It's only it. me and the set of Pokemon friends that I have sure. that know about this story. Okay. Other than the women that was involved, of course. Of course. So. Oh man. Now anyway, so story starts off like this. So, I'm in the back of my mom's uh, Toyota Highlander. We're coming back home from, uh, from Michigan from my cousin's wedding. Sure. You know, so I'm sleeping, taking a nap, got my AirPods in. You know. Uh huh. My phone started buzzing, mm, 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 like going crazy. I'm like, bro, I'm trying to sleep. <laughs> so I pick up my phone, and um, Needle King hits up the group chat, like, "Hey, y'all trying to go to so and so tonight?" Um, I'm not gonna say the name, but I know. can always bleep it out too. But yeah, we're learning our lessons now. <laughs> yeah. Y'all trying to go to y'all trying to go to the strip? The strip, yeah. The strip, and. Uh, my guy Larvitar was like, "Oh hell yeah, let's go!" <laughs> Ain't shit going on. It's a Monday. I'm like, a Monday. Oh, yeah, yeah. But just wait. That's that. That's what makes this story the story. Okay. It was a fucking Monday. That, right. <laughs> I hear us when the chicken is the best. It must be okay. two for one specials. Go on. All right. <laughs> Popeye shit, but right. All right. So you know, Larvitar's like, "All right, bet you know, let's go Monday." Ain't shit going on. Blastoise, the same Blastoise that's been with me this whole time. Becoming a legend. Blast, Blastoise a legend, man. Shout out my dog, Blastoise. He know who he is. He know I who bet. he is. Oh, man. Man, so my dog, Blastoise, was like, bro, why y'all motherfuckers trying to go? Ain't shit gonna be popping, bro. And he was on the fence of going. I mean, and I hit the group chat. I'm like, you know what? I've never been to the strip before. And y'all know that. 
So let's go. I'll be in town <laughs> in, three, in three hours, my boy. Oh. I'll be in town in three hours. Okay. And then they went, all right, bet. All right, bet. We're going. So boom, we get to my mom's house. I'm like, all right. So I just traveled, been up for a long time. Let me take a nap. Took an hour yeah. nap. Woke up from mom's house. Lives in Waukesha. Drove all the way back home to Milwaukee. Okay. Showered, got ready, all that jazz. We met up. Now, this is what we did at first, and this helped. Because low-key, I was a little nervous. Like, bro, like, I've never been around, like, this many. Like, I ain't been around naked women like that before. Like, I've been around naked women, but not like that, you know? Like, not job. They coming up to you like, hey. Right. <laughs> you know what on I mean? The, like, on the job. Just, just, on, just bone legs wide open. Just yeah. boom, boom, right in your face. That that forbidden fruit right in your face. You, oh, yeah. Never, this, never. This is what never, you came never, for. Like, that's what I came for, right? You know what right. I'm saying? Never had this experience before. Like I said. So we get, you know what I'm saying, we meet up and we oh, well, scroll up, you know what I'm saying? The devil's lettuce. The devil's lettuce, you know, <laughs> relax my nerves, you know what I'm saying? God put the devil's lettuce here for me and you to, you know what I mean? So there you go. To, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, I feel you. I feel you. I feel you, sir. So we pull up and we get in. And, um, you know, we all pull our money or whatever from the ATM. And then, uh, you know, exchange that to single. So we all, we get a table, we're chilling, drinking a little bit. And then these two girls pull up, boom. Uh, we'll call one uh, Torchic. And we'll, <laughs> we'll call one Torchic. And we'll call the other one um, uh, 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 Combustion. Because they were friends. So keep them in the same family, you know what I'm saying? Emphasis on the bus. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> Uh, hey, that was, hey, combustion was the one that I wasn't with, but that's, oh, okay. that's that's the one I wasn't with. You left it wide open for that one, man. So, you know, they come over, you know, they, they do their job, you know what I'm saying? Sure. And so, uh, my guy Larvatar, he a fucking liar. He was like, hey, it's, it's Ryan's birthday. Oh, it, it wasn't my birthday. Okay, well, it my birthday was in November. It, it sure. was not my birthday. <laughs> like, oh, let me get birthday boys. And nobody was answering me at the moment, so oh. she came on. I ain't gonna cap. She was cute. You know what I'm saying? She, she had like nice melanin in her skin. She curly hair, glasses. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh man, okay, she, okay. I ain't gonna cap. She was like, she was cute as fuck. She's I ain't gonna cap. Okay. That's you know good. So she she busting it down from me or whatever, and I could tell she wasn't sweaty. Oh, okay. So I was like, huh, you must have just gotten on the job. So, you know what I'm saying? Her titties are in my face. And so I was like, shit, it's my birthday. You trying to give me a gift? And then she was like, what you want? I, and then I just went for it. I went for it, and I just grabbed it by the, you know what I'm saying? And I just, I just, uh, baby formula that bitch. You know what I mean? Baby formula? That I, um, I, that oh, it was like a towel. I did, you know what oh. I mean? I said it was like a towel. It was a bottle. My bad. I so said, you... <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Her titties was like a bottle. So I just, you know so, what I'm saying? So you let nature take its course there. Boom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I Boom. see. And then she she grabbed my junk. Sure. She and she started. You know what I'm saying? She started uh, working it. You know she she was. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> my dog freaked out. I was like, yeah. I think my dog is into your story too. <laughs> I was like, what the hell? <laughs> she got up real and she, quick. And so she grabbed my jug and she was working it, right? And then my guy, uh, Needle King, saw Needle King was like, hey, 
he gave me, he threw me some money. He was like, hey, y'all need a room. You know what I'm saying? I was going to say. <laughs> y'all need a room. I was There's like. room for that. All right, hold on, man. I got you. I got you. <laughs> and I, you know, he gave me the money. And I was like, look, you know, I appreciate you. I got you, though. I got, you know what I'm saying? I get you back. Right. Went to the room. And then, you know, she's doing her thing. And she, you know, I'm throwing her ones. You know what I mean? Right. But it came to a point where I threw all my ones. And so I was Ooh. doing this. I was, I was going on the floor. <laughs> no, you, no, you were not. <laughs> You were recycling. Yeah, I was recycling my one. I was like, not in the middle of a dance. No. Oh no. Not when not when my fucking song just came on. No, absolutely no. Oh, no. I'm trying to see you get nasty though. All them little Drake songs they be playing, girl. Oh, yeah. All them little Trey song songs they be playing. Like, come on, girl. Do reuse the one. And so I was boom. Wow. Boom. You know what I'm saying? So did she catch you doing huh? that? Did she catch you like reusing the ones? No. <laughs> You're slick. Wow. No, she didn't catch me. Wow. You know what I'm saying? And then it, we got to the point where like she was like, okay, I'll give you two more songs. Okay. So she got off and we just started talking. Oh. Yeah. So we Very just started slick. talking. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So, I'm over here raising her up. She asked me about my hair and she was like, oh, can, can, I, can I play with your hair? I was like, Shit. Yeah, I mean, no yeah. You know what I'm saying? So she she's what it's for. She like she was like messing with my hair. She was like, damn, you should let me braid your hair one of these days. I was like, all right, bet, what's your number? I'll hit you up. She gave me her number. Uh oh. She's like, normally I charge my number, but I got you. I was like, yeah, whatever. That's a power move. <laughs> power move. Get so she gave me her number, number, boom. Kept that in. Maybe I'll tell you a story about her again another time. We'll bring her up later. Yep. That was torture. All right. Okay. So boom. I go back, torture, go about her way. Now this one though, this is my favorite one. I'm gonna call this one Bayleaf. <laughs> okay, right. Bayleaf. She, Bayleaf. ooh man. So I came back down, sat down. My hair was all fucked up. Of course. Needle King. Needle King was like, "Hey, what the fuck happened to your hair?" I was like, "Yeah, <laughs> bro, he's going crazy." Woo, woo, woo. Fix my hair. Champagne room. <laughs> and then I seen Bayleaf on the stage, and Bayleaf was dancing. You know, my guys were sitting up there, mm-hmm. and we made eye contact. Okay. And then Bayleaf was like, wait, it's your boy's birthday? Because I guess they told her. And then they was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's my birthday. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? Well, you know, it's my birthday. You know what I'm saying? She was like, you know, I seen you over here with so-and-so with Torchic. You know what I'm saying? I didn't want to. Mm. I didn't want to step on toes. So, you know, but I was waiting to dance on you. Ooh, I was like, man. oh, Okay. You know what I'm saying? And my song came on. It was uh, Girls Want Girls by Drake. Great right. song. Great song. That's a great song. And then I was singing that. She, she held my hand, went to the back room. You know what I'm saying? I was singing that shit. She looked back. She was like, you kind of cute. I was like, oh, don't play with me like that. No, I know you do it all the time, but do not play with me like that. Cause on I, the job. I'm the wrong one to play with like that, girl. <laughs> so, you know, she did all my ones. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She, she, she do the whole spiel. You know what I'm saying? Girl. Great fucking job by these two ladies. Bailey from okay. Torchit, great fucking job, y'all. Like, whoo, y'all nice. probably gonna see this. Great fucking job, y'all. <laughs> y'all <the roots. laughs> yes, thank you so much. Yes. And so we came back, you know, do the dance, whatever, whatever. We come back. And bro, we're like just talking, like just kicking it. They talking like, shoe strippers. Yes, like okay. you know what I'm saying? Like she was um, we were like getting real spiritual and oh shit. Yeah, bro. Like, we're we're talking about like, you know, like our meditation practices and things of that nature. I'm talking to a stripper, you know what I'm saying? But, wow. I mean you know, hey. but, but I'm treating her like a like a woman because she is right. a woman at the end of the day. People you know too, I mean? you know? You know what I mean? Like just because you're a stripper doesn't mean you're a fucking piece of shit, you know? Right. 
You're just a stripper. That, that's what I got. Nothing to do as, with me. That's your job, girl. As we said, eggs are expensive out here. You do what you got to do. You do what you got to do. I'm going to strip myself to get some bacon. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck all this. Girl, you got to pay that tuition. Pay that tuition. Right? You know Man, what I mean? She's trying to get milk and bread. Fuck tuition. Fuck hey, it's hard out eggs. Here. And <laughs> eggs. <laughs> She's trying to make an omelet. <laughs> I get it. I understand the plight. <laughs> Well, yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah, you know, so by the end of the night, you know, we still talking like she's sitting right here, like her, her boots are on my thighs, you know what I'm saying? She's sitting in that chair talking like that. And at the end of the night, I was, you know what I'm saying? I was like, hey, we should, uh, you know what I'm saying? We should meet up sometime, you know, smoking, chill, hotbox, listen to music, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. She's like, yeah, I'll be down for that. And gave me her contacts too. That's oh, two numbers. That's two. That's hard enough to get one in the strip club. Free of charge. Free of charge. Awesome. That's even better. Free of charge. Very nice. And so I'm going to leave the story off right there because I have two stories about both of them that I can get into in the next episode. But this story is to be continued. Choose your own adventure type of thing here. Yes. We shall continue this another time. But the (laughs) night ended fabulously. I had me a great time. Bayleaf was actually my first foreign i would say foreign girl that i've like had interactions with oh yeah she's mixed she's like she's a bunch of shit she's like <laughs> Vietnamese, german mm. and something else i forgot oh, that's an interesting german something. i forgot she's a virgo though that's all i remember she's a virgo <laughs> that's probably all you gotta know pretty much <laughs> and she thinks i'm a leo I, I fucking lied to her that it was my birthday I'll say you're not even a, a leo, leo. <laughs> Not even a Leo. I feel terrible, but she's 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 a great person. And she was fine, and she was fine as fuck. God, Ooh. there you go. Yeah, that's. But anyway, you know the priorities are there. Was she fine? She and was. Was she cool? She was cool too, man. Mm. Had me a nice because I love I love my black woman. So I had a nice black girl. Had a nice little mixed girl. What more can I ask for? I don't need no more. Nothing else. Like good. You know what I'm saying? Nothing else. Very nice. Yeah. Had a great fucking time, man. First time at the strip club, too. And last. That is a... Oh, last? Where? And last. <laughs> like, you're never going back? Oh, no, I probably will, but, um, bro, oh. I'm not throwing that much money um, to see all that when I can damn near crack some for free if I wanted to. And that's called being an adult, sir. Yes, sir. That's what it is. Because I don't get it. I've, I have been to strip clubs myself. Um, It's been a long time. And it's not like a thing where my wife would say, you know, my wife would probably want to go, too. But for me, I'm just like, like you said. I can see y'all. I can see y'all. Oh, yeah, she's she's cool as fuck with that stuff. I just don't fiscally see the point. Not that I wouldn't enjoy it. It's just a matter of, like you said. Say that again. Was that that physically? Fiscally. 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 My money. Keyword. My wallet would tell me, what the hell are you doing? Because you can see this shit for free at the drop of a dime. So (laughs) why am I going to spend a paycheck on it? Exactly. And, and and I'm married. So it's really just a matter of watching my wife get out of the shower. Like I see it every fucking day of my life. So I don't need to spend a, a, a what do you what do you kids call it? A band? I don't need to spend a band <laughs> at the you strip club. Kids call it. You, kids, you kids today. <laughs> Some days you make me feel really young. You are young, dude. But I'm I'm almost 30. <laughs> yeah, okay, here's the thing. And I say this all the time. It's not so much the number, it's the life. So yes, you're you're almost 30. You're less than 10 years younger than me. But I have two kids. 
I have been working since I was 14 years old. So when you have the children, that age, it accelerates. Master, you're master, tired. master. I'm, I'm so fucking tired <laughs> all the time. And yet I'm a light sleeper. So I can't really fucking sleep. That's ever. fucking trash. Dogs barking, fuck. All the time. I told you, like, <laughs> Toast, my dog, just made a sudden movement. And I, like, turned my back just to see what she was doing. And I felt my entire spine go. <laughs> so, like, that's <laughs> just me being old. I can't hey, even gotta... turn without something popping or cracking like fucking you, Rice Krispies. You got to put in, like, that Tetris sound or something right there. I think <laughs> I will. Yeah, that's what it sounded like. It sounded like a fucking xylophone. And, all I did, and you saw on the camera, all I did was go like this. Yeah, like... And, I stopped too because I, I saw it too. I yeah, like, my whole back almost got thrown out just from that. So, yes, I am not that much older than you, but when you get to this level, it starts going in stages. All of a sudden, you're in that age bracket. It's not like, oh, I'm 30, I'm 31. Now I'm in your, you know, low 30s. Then you're in your mid 30s and then your upper 30s. I am technically in my upper 30s now. So that whole bracket is when you feel old. It's not just the single digits anymore. Spoiler alert. Sorry to break it to you. <laughs> <laughs> Once you get past that tw- the 20s, no one ever says I'm in my mid-20s. Like, that just sounds like you're being a dick. You're just in your 20s. You're in your 20s. What the Once fuck? you're out of there, though, then you start looking at those demographic age brackets, and then you got to go, fuck, I'm in my upper 30s. Like, shit. By the time you know you're going to be 40, like, you're going to be 40 in a couple years. Like, god damn. Uh, literally a couple years. I'm 38 this year, so. Damn. Yeah. And you've known time me a long fucking time flies. Now. I've known you since you were like 29. Yeah, it flies. You, Yeah, you were my age when I met you. That's right. Just like that. Just like that. God See? damn. See? So, again, not to freak you out. You're doing quite well, young man. But. <laughs> trying. I'm trying. I right. appreciate it. Age comes for us all. <laughs> comes for us all. You're fucking right. <laughs> fucking right about that. Man. <laughs> All right. We'll do the show. to start by correcting myself from last week you and i had spoke about the xfl and the usfl that I w- was telling you a story about how the usfl collapsed and yeah. the crazy story so i was wrong i had to look it up because when i was talking about it i didn't have my notes in front of me and i was like was that the usfl and i'm wrong and you're gonna think this is crazy there was another league that this actually happened to and it was called i believe the alliance of american football the aaf let me Yo, I remember that. that. Alliance of American Football. Yes, that's what it was. I look, you remember that. And yeah, it was that quick. It only lasted less than one season. Yep. And I'm reading, I was reading an article about it. It's an amazing article. I'll definitely send you a link. It's on Sports Illustrated. Yeah. And it, it details the entire like beginning and collapse of the AAF. So that entire story I told where they pretty much got a cup like a few weeks into the season and then ran out of money and had to shut everything down and people were emailed and just saying, Hey, the league is d- dissolved. You know, 
have a nice life. That was the AAF. Mm. That's who that happened to. And read, like I said, read this article because it is jaw dropping. It describes pretty much like the last days of how it all went down and how there were certain players by the time that the league dissolved that were like actually injured. So they didn't have health care. So imagine you tore your ACL and you're waiting to get medical care and surgeries and stuff. They got dissolved in the middle of that and you had no coverage. Mm. And then other things happened, like people were living in hotels because they thought that the league was covering them, you know, on right. games, things like that. No, the league had no credit cards on file with these hotels they were putting those players in. And then the players were getting charged. So like they would just take like a random credit card out of all the players who were staying there. And all of a sudden one of those guys would wake up and have like a, you know, $3,000 bill on their, you know, on the credit cards and stuff because they got charged for, you know, multiple days or multiple players staying with them, that kind of thing. And, you know, as you and I worked at the bank, there's not a damn thing the bank can do about that. Nope. It's not, it wasn't fraud. You gotta go to the merchant. You gotta go to the merchant. It wasn't fraud. You can't Mm -mm. prove that you didn't make that payment. So the bank couldn't help these people. Mm -mm. Just crazy shit like that. Stuff like coaches who would leave without a moment's notice after like three weeks of practice, they would just disappear and never be heard from again. I believe that was actually probably the most famous coach of them. One second. I was just reading about that. Damn. Yeah, it's it's insane. It's insane. Imagine the coaches no sh- no call no showing. Literally, that's what started happening. And <laughs> the night before, before you, like, night before y'all going over film, like, all right, I'll see y'all tomorrow. Right. No. Nah. No. <laughs> y'all gonna see each no. other tomorrow. I'm gonna see my right. kids tomorrow. Yeah, it's just insane. Oh yeah, they missed their payroll by twelve hours after the first week. So people stopped getting paid after the first week. Oh, that's what it was. Brad Childress. That's who disappeared. I know. That's actually a big name for a coach. Yo, three he knew. In, three he weeks knew. in, he was like, nope, I'm, I'm, I'm out. I'm out. He knew. He saw the writing on the wall. He said, nah, I'm good. Y'all deal with this mess. Right? I'm going to yeah. find me another job that I can get by tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man. I'll send it to you. It's it's a great read. It only take you about 10 minutes or so, but it's it is eye-opening. Oh, about man. I don't know how they got that far with TV rights and getting stadiums locked up. They did all that front grunt work, and then it was like a pinata. There's just nothing inside but candy. Damn. And then three weeks later, you said? Uh, I think they shut down. I can double check. It it wasn't more than like I think six weeks. <clears throat> six weeks. And it was over. It was over. Oh no, Brad left. Brad Childress left in three weeks. Yeah, he left three weeks. I mean, the league only lasted a few weeks more than that. So, Jesus. yes, the Alliance of American Football. It's a very interesting story. I was fascinated by it. Oh, one more fun fact about the AAF. Guess who was one of the offensive coordinators that they hired? You'll love this. Your boy, Mike Vick. I know. <clears throat> offensive coordinator. Damn, or like an offensive advisor, whatever the hell they called them. But yes, he was on. He was a coach. Okay. <laughs> so Respect. Was, yeah, it's the same, the same concept like the XFL. Just like I said, less spicy. It was really just more of a 
alternative. And I mean, the USFL only had one year as well, and now they're coming back. But it's that same level of like football in the spring. That's yeah. in the overall idea behind this stuff. So crazy. It's it's that's, crazy to listen to. Damn that that's pretty unfortunate. But right, I mean, yeah, you never want to see people lose their jobs and just kind of get strung out. Like I said, people yeah. have houses that they bought and move their families. Yeah. All that. I mean, it was like a, what's it called? Fire Festival? You ever hear about that? No, no, no. You never heard of Fire Festival? Bro, what do you, what do you watch? Man. Like, on, like when you're on your downtime. On my downtime? Yes. All right. All right this is what, <laughs> Great question. This is what I actually watch. So, on YouTube, I look up like a lot of things on like metaphysics and um oh and like yeah like spiritual realms and things of that nature like things okay. involving the spiritual realm. So Stimulating I watch a lot. in your mind a little bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. You okay. Know? I, I I consider myself to be I consider myself to be a kind of spiritual person. That's good. I, I hate putting that label on myself. Like, oh yeah, I'm a spiritual person. I hate putting that. Label I don't on. think spiritual is really. A, I think it's more of a catch-all instead of like a label. Yeah. It's not like religious where you like have a definitive. Right thing you're following i think spiritualism is kind of right. more open-ended right it's the realm of anything is possible kind of thing right oh. yeah and so i don't i don't watch a lot of things pertaining to this world mm. so, I, outside of like outside of sports um sure. and maybe now i started watching Nar- naruto yeah fuck naruto <laughs> naruto. You, fuck naruto you if you're watching that i saw you talking about it and i was like he's got like I got a long way to go, but you, you got know, a long what? way to go. It's like got a lot of time to spare. Got a lot of time to spare. Seasons of that shit. It's dope, though, man. You're yeah. in for a ride. So if I'm not, if I'm not like trying to learn something or watching sports, um, I'm out in the world doing something. So I don't watch any, like anything to be honest. Wow. I mean, yeah. that's it's refreshing to hear because <laughs> I am the opposite. I watch way too much. I know everything. Fucking Walking Dead. Fucking. Well, fuck the Walking Dead. I don't do <laughs> all the zombie shit. I don't like that shit. Like it's, it's just, it's all the same. I don't get a lot out of zombies. No, stuff. you didn't watch that. What'd you watch? You watched um the, with the dragons. Uh... Oh, Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, That's what you watched. Game of Thrones the shit. Although there's some reservations about the way it ended too that I could waste time talking about. But Game of Thrones was dope. House of the Dragon is. The prequel to Game of Thrones that just came out last year. So everybody's talking about that. Mm-hmm. That was also really dope. I think that's got some potential. It wasn't as amazing as, as Game of Thrones was, but I mean it's only the first season. I think they have a lot of potential in that one. Mm-hmm. Um, so I won't sit here and give you a bunch of recommendations if you're gonna be not watching them, just because I'm not messing with your spirituality. But <laughs> to, to bring back my original point is is Fire Festival. Yes. Uh, long story short. That was this really scandalous festival that was thrown um, by a couple of rich guys who thought they were brilliant. I won't name names. You can look up the story. If you Google Firefest with a Y, F-Y-R-E, mm-hmm. it'll tell you everything you have to know. But like I said, long story short, essentially this guy scammed a bunch of really rich you know, influencers, millionaires, that kind of thing. And he convinced them to come to this island out in the middle, I, I can't remember where the hell it was. Kind of middle of nowhere. Mm. It actually might have been close to Texas. I cannot remember where the hell it was. It was just a random it, island? It was a random place to go. And the idea was this big festival with a bunch of artists, you know, hot names and just nothing but 
drinking and partying and whatever. It was supposed to be the biggest festival ever. And if you, <laughs> nice hit. If you went out there, it was supposed to be like, you know, you and just the exclusive one percenters, you know. And it turned out, and this, I saw a couple documentaries of it and it was ridiculous. It was the least effort possible. So like the lodging and like the places for people to sleep, they made you think it was going to be like all these great villas and all these, you know, cool like places to stay. And oh no, motherfuckers in teepees. Exactly. <laughs> Not even teepees. Teepees are bigger. These were small ass tents all just lined up in a row. And what they did was they rented out, not even rented out, I think they leased. It used to be an airport. So it was just a bunch of concrete everywhere. And they set up all these these stupid tents all in a row. And that's all you had was like a sleeping bag. So people were already like, what the hell? They had boatloads and buses of people get dropped off at this place. And they're all just like, what the hell is this? And it's like 105 degrees. <laughs> And there's barely any water. There's, oh man, I want to show you. I'm going to look it up just for a second. I'm going to say it's Fire Festival cheese sandwich. Cheese sandwich? You heard me right. That's what they ate? Fire Festival cheese sandwich. I'm going to show you a picture of what it was supposed to be, again, like a gourmet meal every time you were there. Hell no, shit sound like jail. You would think so, right? (laughs) You would think so. Let me show you this real quick. You said it was all concrete. They stayed in tents and they ate cheese sandwiches. Yeah, that shit sounds like jail to me. <laughs> you see this shit? Oh, so it's gourmet jail. Gourmet, gourmet jail. Because you got a little bit of salad on the side. Yeah, this yeah. Is, you know what I'm saying? I see the effort. Yeah, this is two slices of, of government some, cheese. Two slices kind of, of, you got of that two white slices. government cheese. That's right. That white government cheese on bread and a little bit of salad with no dressing. That was it. He said with, <laughs> with no dressing. No dressing. Dry not even oil. Not even oil. Exactly. So that's what they signed up for. All of a sudden, these people felt duped, and they were all there for like, I don't know, three to five days of just bullshit. And the weather was crazy, and it got to the point where like the the people who were going there went insane. They started like burning shit down and getting in the fight. It just turned into chaos. So now the dude, I can't remember his fucking name, I'll, I'll look it up later, Dude got sued by everybody and pretty much destroyed any reputation he had. He had to pay out, I believe, millions of dollars for fraud. And it was, yeah, if you ever do, if you read stuff, read that because it's insane. It's an insane story. It didn't happen that long ago. And fun fact of the day, guess who like the co-owner of this of this concept was? He's a rapper. It's a rapper? It's a rapper. At least he thinks he is. Oh, uh, never mind. I have no idea. It's <laughs> your face, dude. <laughs> How big of a hit was that? Oh, uh, <laughs> what the fuck? That guy was like a co-investor. What? Now, now he swears innocence. He thinks this guy just kind of led him on. I don't even know how they're friends. Yo, if, he, if you get a co-sign from Ja Rule, like... Right, you think you're good, but... Yeah. That shit... Oh, man. You get a co-sign from Ja Rule. Oh, it was the Bahamas. That's that's what it was. They went to the Bahamas? Yes, it was supposed to... Oh, God. These pictures are amazing. 
It was mostly the, it was the Bahamas, but it was just like the worst section of the Bahamas you've ever seen. Wait, what the fuck? So wait, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Look at this picture. This is what it looked like. See, it's so, just some tents and just. I was yeah that that garbage. yeah that's that's exactly what I saw. I was like, wait, hold on. Yep, that's exactly what it was. Literally and, two peas. Golly. Yep. Just a bunch of this, just undeveloped property. And people what were just losing their minds. It was such a huge story, dude. I'm telling you, it's worth a read if you're not going to watch. The documentary was amazing because you kind of get just, just see it all unfold. But, oh, man. It was incredible. What the fuck? Yeah, see, people are just wandering around like they have no idea what the hell's going on. So they're all duped. I can't say I'm like feeling bad for those people at all because the the prices they paid to get to that festival are ridiculous. So mm. it's like you know he targeted like I said the, the rich and the popular. Yeah. So I'm not gonna say it's karma and they had what they had coming to them, but shit works out like that sometimes. Hey, so I'm saying life, shit is life. Life comes at you fast. Um, all that to say. To bring it all back to my original point, that's what the AAF felt like was Firefest, where it was just like they sold you this story that this league was gonna be something, and everybody gets there and it just is a cheese sandwich. It's a cheese sandwich. With dry salad. No dressing. No dressing. One that's... big slice of tomato. Yes. That's Ooh. the AAF. That is the history Ooh. of the Alliance of American Football. Ooh. Now I know I said long story short. But trust me, that was still the short version. There is... <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Crazy shit, man. Now, anyway. Speaking about a real football league. Yes. That's been going on for years. <laughs> oh, you don't say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Might have heard of it. It's called the NFL. Yeah, you know, the, the gold standard. The gold, some may say. Right. America's sport, America's team, whatever. <laughs> Now, we are officially in the offseason. That's right. How is your outlook on your Chicago Bears right now going into the offseason? What do you like in free agency? Man. What do you like in the draft? This is, what, our sixth episode now? I have been waiting for six episodes to talk about the Chicago Bears. Cool. And you go ahead. I'm going uh, to enjoy me some some more ganza. You go ahead. The more the devil's lettuce. Got it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I won't. I won't try to rant too much, as you know. I am. No, I, please do. Oh, you want me to? Okay. Well, I know the. I know the fans don't want me to ramble on forever about the Bears, especially if a lot of people we know are Packer fans. They're gonna just tune this shit out. But hey, my point is, may, this is. They may not. They may, they may enjoy the fact that you're a realist. Yeah. Yeah. And so you're gonna be like, yeah, we're fucking trash. Yes, and people yeah. need to understand that about me. I've always said. I'm a Bears fan, but I'm a smart Bears fan. I'm a realist. I know my team sucks, which is why all these Packer fans here, if you're listening to this podcast and you want to tell me, oh, at least the Bears still suck, listen to me right now because I finally have a platform to say this to you all. I don't fucking care. <laughs> we know. We know we suck. Bears fans are not delusional. Some are. Don't get me wrong. There's delusional fans in every fan base. But most of the time, especially Bears fans that I talk to, we are not delusional. You can't be delusional when you haven't won a championship in 38 years. 
or at all. At, or at all for your, your point of view. <laughs> There's no point of being delusional. So you might think our opinions are a little, you know, hot-headed or whatever. We're not lying to ourselves. Everyone knows the Bears are a gutter organization, and they have been for decades. As long as I've been alive, the Bears have been trash. That is beside the point. It doesn't hurt us when you'd say that we suck. That's just fuel. It's just fuel. I'm just keeping receipts. That's all. If you're talking trash to me, understand that in my brain, I may not know math, but I know what the fuck you said about the Bears in 2017. So I will let you know when we win a championship, I'm going to be outside your house. That goes for anybody who has ever said anything to me about the Bears. You can't hurt me. I'm already dead inside. Okay? <laughs> let it go. You need a new point. Oh, at least the Bears still suck. Guess what? So does Green Bay. That's the delusion I'm always listening to, is that the Packer fans think that they are always in the conversation. And you know what? For a long time, you were. But guess what? Time is a bitch. As we said before, <laughs> it will fly by. And all of a sudden, you Packer fans are looking in the rear view at that last championship. Yes, it's still a championship. I get all that. I'm not hating. The point is, you're about to be in the same boat. You're at a crossroads right now. So when it comes to the Bears, this is this past season was the season I have been waiting for. I needed them to tear it all down. I needed them to be a shit team with a shit record because all we've been doing is the same old eight and eight season every single year. It gets us no draft picks. It gets us no elite players. It gets us barely a playoff spot. And if we get a playoff spot, we either fuck it up or something terrible like the double doink happens to us. That's just what happens to the Bears. We are a cursed franchise, and for good reason. Now, I know I'm saying a cursed franchise to a Lions fan. I apologize. I was insensitive. My point it stands, though, is yes, I know the Bears suck, but I needed this season, and everything that was supposed to happen, happened. So people who talk to me now, they always go, well, the Bears were the worst team, and you're why are you so happy to be number one pick because you had the worst team in the – Great, because when you get the number one pick, the idea is you are never going to be back at that spot. That's the whole point. The Bears have never had the number one pick. So they have been sitting in mediocrity and purgatory as long as I've been alive and longer. So you're damn right. I am so happy. We are Cinderella at the fucking ball, man. And we just got the glass slipper. It is time. And I'm not saying this to say that the Bears are going to start being successful right away. I know this is like a three-year, four-year, five-year project. But mm -hmm. damn it, at least we're starting the project. So the number one pick in the in the draft, hooray. That was not supposed to happen. Thank you, Houston. Thank you, Lovey Smith. I want to build him a statue. He should have had a job with the Bears. He should have never left in the first place. Never. But at least get him an office job, a DC job. I don't care. Bring him back to Chicago pretty fucking please reward that man because he gave it to us so that worked out tremendously and now we have more money than anybody in the league by at least double anyone else's payroll so all the cash and all the power in the draft wait how much cash place do you guys have oh I believe last time I checked we were at like 110 120 
For real? Yes. Now, I know with some considerations and things that moved, it might be more than 100 range still. But again, that is still like 40 million more than the next team down. Yeah, we have like 30. Yeah. And I'm like happy with that. So, that's average. Yeah. I mean, that's fine. You know, yeah. you do what you can with it. We are yeah. flush with cash, which means we can go buy whoever the fuck we want. Anybody, anybody. As long as they want to come to Chicago, great. Play hard. But when it comes to out, yeah, great. People, play hard. Play hard. Great. If if you're successful in Chicago, we will build you a statue. If you're remotely successful in Chicago, you're getting a statue right next to Michael Jordan. So, you say, you know, play hard. We're going to lose a lot of games, but hey, play hard, right? Play hard, whatever. <laughs> Just be happy. Count your money. You're going to get a payday. We're going to lose, but hey, play hard. Exactly. And I'm totally fine with that. It's it's easy to be fine with the losses when you are used to so many of them. So when it actually turns into success, I am going to be butt naked walking down my street. You will just have <laughs> to deal with it because I've waited a long time for this. Oh, all that being said, the Bears have a lot of moves they can make. And things are going a little crazy in the draft right now, as you and I discussed earlier. Breaking news. Breaking news. Jalen Carter, who was probably number one on our board, all of a sudden has an arrest warrant out for him. And that shit is crazy. Something to do with him drag racing his car with some girl's car and the girl got into a car accident and died and now he's under investigation for it. So all that is fucking terrible. I really hope for his sake that this was just an accident. It's not going to haunt him for the rest of his life. It's not going to fuck up his life, but it's a pretty dire mistake for someone who is top five on practically every expert's board. He costs himself at minimum quite a lot of money. However, if we're talking purely from the standpoint of the Bears, it's good news, actually, in my opinion. And again, not to be insensitive, somebody died, that's, I can't even imagine. If we're talking purely from football, mm-hmm, yeah. this gives us the opportunity to move a little bit lower in the draft and just pick up a damn haul. Because originally what I wanted was for us to move down with Houston, do the, the little swap, you know, buy their, buy their number one pick back because they're number two now. Mm-hmm. There's, we're still unsure if we're going to take a quarterback. Trust me, we're not going to, but we have to drive up that market value. So Houston, you know, give us both those first round picks mm-hmm. to, the, to the two and the 12. Mm-hmm. And then I would like to move down with the Colts. So we're still in the top five, but we get just a shit ton of picks back for those two moves. Then I want us to go get Will Anderson if the cards somehow don't take him and Jalen Carter, because he's going to slide down to late first round, if not completely out of the first round altogether, yep. depending on how bad this is. Yep. As long as Jalen Carter is not a criminal by that point, big, big if there, mm-hmm. that will allow us to really transform our defense. And like I said, really fuck some people up. Start making some real noise right away because the Bears have always been a defensive team and they're missing a a defensive identity at this point. No, they're missing an entire defense. An entire defense and any identity at this point. There's so (laughs) many holes to fill on this team 
But at the end of the day, I think we're all in the same consensus that it's the it's the lines. The trenches have to be restocked. Mm. The the reason, and this is what drives me insane about people hating on Justin Fields. And you and I have talked about this quite a bit. They're like, oh, he's a running back. He's a running back. The same shit they said to Lamar Jackson. He's a running back. Fuck mm-hmm. that. If you had no one protecting you and no one to throw to like Justin Fields doesn't have, <laughs> of course he's running. He's running for his life. The he's fuck you want to do? Right. Throw he's the ball out of bounds? He's trying not to die. God of course damn. he's break, almost breaking records. He's trying not to die. Why do you think he got an MVP vote? He was the entire offense. Exactly. And people he, don't want to give him that. He threw it. He ran it. He damn near caught it himself. He almost had to. <laughs> if he started kicking field goals, I'd be like, yep, yeah, I get it. And Uh-oh. yes, don't let's not gloss over that fact you just said. In the last MVP voting, Justin Fields got one fifth place vote. Now, that doesn't sound amazing by any, any stretch or credibility, but as you and I know, how many wins did the Bears get this past year? Three. Three wins. All because of Justin Fields. Because of Justin Fields. That man got one MVP vote. I don't care what place it is. It's nope. still one vote more than most people don't get. Uh-huh. And we got three wins. So you tell me what the Bears can do with Justin Fields if we actually had an offensive line, people to throw to, and a defense that actually stays on the field. That or will change. Off the field. Or can get off the field. Or can get off the field, of course. Let him work himself. But yeah. can stop other teams from, from scoring is what I mean. Yeah. All of that to be said is the Bears have an opportunity of a lifetime to transform everything of this franchise and they can do it within a couple of really good drafts and a decent couple of years. You keep fields healthy. You keep consistent with the coaching and the schemes. You're going to see him take off. What you saw last season was a glimmer Mm. of his potential because there were talking about this man. Like he was the next Jesus Christ. Like he was doing miraculous shit and no, we weren't winning. But you were watching him. He made it fun yeah. to watch the Bears, even if we were losing. Hell yeah. Justin Fields, hell the yeah. The guy's a highlight reel. So he... the, the throwing will come. I've seen his college games. I've seen his championship games. He can throw the ball. They need to stop that narrative. He can throw. He he's can got throw some problems. He's, a, he's still a kid. He's got a couple. He only has one year in this offense. The throws will come. Yeah, he's had – Different offenses, yeah. Both, yes, both, both times years. he's a starter. He has diff, two different offenses. So, so he's been a rookie twice, then. Yeah. Right. It's like, yeah. get off his ass about it. The man can do it all. He just needs a team to help unlock that, like so many other quarterbacks. So I am very optimistic, all in all, about the direction that we're going because of how shitty this past season was. That was the hope that we needed. You can only go up from here. I can only we have hit rock bottom. That's what we needed. Now you can't get any worse than this. I can't right? get any worse than this. You you, you just can't. So hey, if the man, I'm gonna tell you right now, the Bears, if they stick with Justin Fields, they will have the best quarterback in the NFC North. It's going to happen. He's he's if not already better than Jared Goff. Oh yeah, I think so. He's going to be better than Kirk Cousins. That won't take not wrong. Already, but I take 
Justin Fields over Kirk Cousins any day. I would too. And Aaron Rodgers is the only man he has to catch, and he's probably going to retire in the next <laughs> couple years. So, or he's going to be out the division. One of the two. Something. In a couple years, Justin Fields will be the man in the NFC North. The king of the North. He, it's, it's only a matter of time. But the Bears can't fuck this up. And I was going to finish with that point. I don't see with all these options before I get it, because you only got a couple avenues you can take with one pick and the situation we have with the salary cap and all the aging contracts we had, you know, just mm-hmm. thir- you know, mid thirties. I use it again, mid thirties <laughs> uh, players just sitting on money, taking up space. So there's only so much you can do with that. With the options we have now, it's, damn near idiot proof so if they somehow fuck this up i can't say how much longer i can stand to be a fan and like that's if, that sucks to say but it's like I, i've like seen if they stick at one and take bryce young like what are you like what are you doing which i can see them do Right, it's on the table, which is why I'm like gritting my teeth because yeah. I know they're capable of doing something stupid like that. That yeah, would be Trubisky the most foolish fucking 2.0. thing. Literally, yes. All over again. And I'm not saying that Bryce Young is going to be Trubisky because Young no. clearly is the fucking, he's a man. But the he's point like, is they did not have to do that move for Trubisky. They no. could have gotten them exactly where they were. That shit is still painful. That set us back <laughs> so much. I was punching air, and you know that. They traded up one spot. Man, San Fran still got their guys. (laughs) Trubisky had what 12 starts in college for fucking North Carolina. Who the hell is watching North Carolina football? A and B, they saw enough. And as many people remind me all the time, that's the same quarterback class as Pat Mahomes. I get it. And Deshaun Watson. And Deshaun Watson. I get it. So they saw all they wanted to see from Mitch Trubisky. With 12 starts to move up to pick him at number two. The number two? I think it was number two. That's that's crazy, bro. That's crazy. I thought I was gonna break my TV. It was that, I, no, we watched that together. We that's right. And I was distraught. It was I was, I was distraught. Just, I was laughing my ass off. I know you were. It's <laughs> all right. It's all right. I've seen you go through pain too, sir. Because it made no. Yeah, you seen the Hail Mary dropped on me. So. I, I have seen that. We won't, <laughs> I won't. I won't blast you on that one yet. But that Trubisky thing set that franchise back so far. And look at the man now. He he can barely hold a clipboard. Like what did you see? Meanwhile, Mahomes has two rings. Deshaun Watson, for all his troubles, is still an elite quarterback. He led the league in passing before he, he got into that whole thing. Right. He was going crazy. So, so, and we picked that guy. So, I really, I will be, we will be watching the draft, and I'm gonna be sweating out of every hole in my body <laughs> that they don't screw this up. And to be quite frank, I just don't see how you can. And I think if they do, someone needs to get fired right away. It doesn't make no. any sense. We have the whole world in our hands right now. That's what I mean. Like, I can definitely see the Bears being the Bears right here and trading down. Right? No. They're going to take Will Anderson, right? I'm cool with that. If it but was Anderson gonna or get, Carter, I was Because, wait, they, they're going to say they trade down with um, who? Uh, Houston? 
Houston's a number two. So yeah, I'm saying that one. Uh, Indy could trade up. What's Indy? Indy's like at four. four. And that's what I wanted. We we're still in the top five, and then whoever yeah. Anderson or Carter, whoever's left, we take them. Wait, but does Indy have two first round picks? I think they only have one. Houston has two. Houston. Houston, Houston has, has number, number, two. number two and number 12. So say they trade with Houston. Right. That's what I want. Give me those first two. And then what we start go, making some noise. What if they trade from two back to four? That's that's my dream scenario. I want to go from they one to two, again. two to four. That's what I want. They trade back again. Because I can see that happening. Yeah. The Colts might go, oh, shit. They took... Yeah, the Colts might go, oh, shit. They took... Um, Bryce Young. Right. We got to make sure we get our quarterback. We'll go take C.J. Stroud. Exactly. And that's been every mock I've saw, I've seen in the last like yeah. few weeks. It's always us and the Colts. Now we, the Colts need a quarterback. It's yep. clear as day, mm-hmm. and they don't know what the Bears are going to do. That I think is the prime target mm-hmm. to stay in the top five, still get our guy. Yeah. But again, that changed with the Jalen Carter thing because before it was. That was a safe route because we're going to get one. They're one A and one B, Anderson yeah. and Carter. So either way, we're getting picks back, mm-hmm. and we're still getting an elite talent that can transfer the defense. But now that Carter had his fuck up, and Anderson's there, I know the Cardinals like Anderson too. So oh, Cardinals are at three. They're at three. So that's the real problem now is how far can we trade back and not miss out on a can't miss prospect? That's that's where you guys fuck up. That's. That's where this I'm is the possibility right here, right? Yep. You guys are gonna trade back, right? You're gonna be like, fuck. All right, you know what I'm saying? Good shit, right? Yep. Cardinals are gonna pick Will Anderson. Probably. Most likely, yes. And you're gonna be like, fuck. Yep. Now what do we do? And you know who you guys are gonna draft? Will Levis. If you don't get that shit, uh, I'm no. telling you, no. You guys still get your guy. You, you guys still get your quarterback. <laughs> That's how you guys fuck this up right here. I will throw my computer. That's what you guys fuck. I up. will throw my computer. That is, that is the coldest take I've ever heard. I will. <laughs> that yeah, that could happen. That will drive me to drink Malort. <laughs> That's what would happen. I would chug it, hoping for sweet yeah. death. Best defensive player is gone. You you're gonna take a project quarterback. Why? Why would we? We have a quarterback. Because you guys are the Bears. No, man. No. You have to think like the Bears for a second. I can't, man. That makes you, me want to pull my hair out. I don't have a lot left. Uh, just be ready for the worst. That's all I'm saying. Man, I'll have the barf bucket next to me. Because that will be the worst. I swear to God, it's not going to happen. Now, if we move back to like like a nine, like with Carolina or something, who also needs a quarterback, Mm -hmm. you know, that's something. I would take like the best offensive lineman. I think Peter Skoronsky is out of Northwestern, if I'm not mistaken. I believe he's supposed to be like the top lineman. So whoever the top offensive lineman is, I'll take him. I don't care. Because mm-hmm. at least, again, I'm getting a prime amount of picks mm-hmm. for that number one and still getting somebody we desperately need. Yeah. So, again. Or you can get a player. Oh, like, yeah. If it's with another team, like, yeah, give us somebody from your team. Sure. Absolutely. Give you That's all the people do. Brian Burns for the yeah. first pick. That would be fucking awesome. I, I don't need yeah. all the picks because they can be yeah. crap shoots. We're not the greatest at the draft, but like, yeah. yeah, if I can get like a decent player as part of a package, fuck yeah, let's go. Something that's going to help the team. Will Levis, that man, what's he from? Kentucky? 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 Um, bro, Kentucky football. Kentucky football. Not not Kyler Perry. Nope. 
No. I'll be damned. <laughs> I'll be goddamned. Bro, Mel Kuyper loves this dude. I don't know why. Because Kuyper's got a head up his ass, like, all the time. All the <laughs> Mel Kiper was like, no, I don't know what Mel Kiper be on, but whatever for he be on, so I need res- to get on. For someone so respected like Kiper, every Bro, time I look at one of his mocks, and I'll read his mocks, I'm like, I respect the guy too. But then I look at it goes, some bullshit. I'm like, who paid you? Who you know, he you? said he said he wouldn't take Bryce Young number one overall because, or if he doesn't weigh over 186 pounds. Oh, my God. Like, what the fuck? What year are you living in, bro? Like, bro. Bryce Young right now is better than Kyler Murray. Literally, yes. Like, that dude is a can't-miss pro prospect yeah. who's probably going to be successful right away. Right away. And right I away. was telling you, before we get into my lines, I was like, I would not mind if we traded up and we got I think Bryce Young. that is on the table. I would, like, we give you 6 and 18, you guys give us 1. And we take Bryce Young, I would not be mad at that. We'll need more than that, but there's yeah, I'm a saying, possibility. Like, yeah, okay, we have go, two picks go ahead in the second round. At, we have two St. Brown in there on the side, bro. Let me get a side. Um, Brown. Yeah, you guys go eat a couple of dicks for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, 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 He's no. so good. Oh, my God. He, oh, my God. He's so good. We He's got so the good wrong in the St. Brown on our team. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, we, I think we extended him for another year or two. I'm like, he's, no. He's not bad, though. He was one of the better receivers you guys had, to be honest. He's a number three. He's a number three. And he was one of the better receivers we had on the team. You just said that. That's that's a terrible fucking stat. Hey, <laughs> that's where you guys can, you know what I'm saying, go into free agency and get a Tyler Boyd. Uh, I mean, there's a... Uh, there's I said a Tyler Boyd. I'm sure we're going to get a T. Higgins. That'd be fucking dope, but I think yeah. Cincinnati is like... I mean, we already lost out on Deron Payne, when I was very upset. The commanders tagged him so fast. Yeah. But you know what? That was one guy I had. What was that? Is someone in your house? No. Damn, they got on shots. Damn. <laughs> that was shots. That's how you know I live in the hood. <laughs> yeah, you, your face went stone. I was like, you good? They like they let a clip off. Like they Ooh. hold on real quick. I want to keep your head down. <laughs> I'm upstairs, so I'm good. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm upstairs. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Jesus. You just saw your face. Yeah, <laughs> I was like expecting a couple shots. They let the whole clip off. I was like, damn. Oh, man, the cops just pulled up over there, too. Uh-huh. And that's yep. why you asked me, oh, you should come over by the crib. I'm like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> All the JJ chicken and fish in the world. Can't do it, brother. I'm trying <laughs> to stay shot free. <laughs> Been there. Ain't going back. But uh, anyway, so I rambled on enough about the Bears. Please talk to us about your Detroit Lions and your personal relationship with the Detroit Lions. <laughs> My personal relationship know. <laughs> with the Detroit Lions. Well, I don't know where to start because it's been a very rocky road. Um, and it has. It's been a very toxic relationship, I must say. <laughs> yeah, definitely a toxic started, girlfriend in your life. <laughs> <laughs> started way back when I was just a young bull watching the likes of Roy Williams and Joey Harrington and Kevin Jones and Dre Bly. My guy, Dre Bly. Dre Bly was dope. Dre Bly and uh, Sean Rogers. Nice, nice. My two, my two cogs on defense. You know, I've been a fan ever since. 
sadly, because, you know, that's where I'm from. You know what I'm saying? But, hey, I had the Pistons at the time, so I didn't give a fuck. We had Big Ben, <laughs> G, Chauncey, Rip. I didn't give a fuck about the Lions. Like, okay, we lose. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> Things were good. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely, got, absolutely. You got the Pistons. You know what I'm saying? Like, what the fuck were the Bulls? Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, you had like literally nothing to look forward to, so it was just shit no. to be you. Yeah, you're <laughs> yeah. not wrong. <laughs> yeah, so like during that little stretch of time, you're like, fuck, I got Rex, Rex Grossman and shit. Oh, like, uh, man, no, we're not going to Rex but, Grossman right now. I can't. We're not gonna go back I, there. I will cry because then I gotta go back to John Kitna. Exactly. Which I'll get into later, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> But, um, you know, I love where the Lions stand right now, contrary to everything that I just said. You should. Uh, we finished 9-8, and eight, first winning season under Diane Campbell. Okay, nice. beat the Packers last week of the season. Sent them boys home to the couches. Yeah, you boy. Yeah. <laughs> that was beautiful. Man, coming in, uh, we should have around uh, 29, 30 million in cap space, which I'm okay with. I'm okay with. Um. I'm mad that we lost DJ Shark, though. I wish we would have re-signed him. Um, I hope we see, we still have a chance to re-sign him. I, I hope so. that we do. Um, but it looks like he's gone. It looks like he's going to get paid somewhere else. Mm. It is what it is. If, if only someone else had the money for him. Mm. Hey, he'll be a good fit for the Bears. I, I, I know he would. He can get downfield. He he can get open. Justin Fields can sling that boy. So he'll be a good fit. Mooney, Claypool, and Shark is not a bad trio. So I was gonna say, or you draft that Jackson Smith dude. From- that's who I want. But he that- is so nice. Oh, that's Fields' my- guy. He even he's- said like, give my guy back. He's a taller St. Brown. I'm gonna St. Brown in yes. my opinion. I'm hoping for it, but that might be a little tricky. Go on. But anyway, um, you know, we lose Michael Brockers. Uh, we're probably gonna cut Romeo Okwara, Charles Harris, and uh, Big V, which I'm cool with. I'm cool with cutting those three, but we lost Michael Brockers. Cool with that. Cost more, you know, they cost more than what they're worth. True. Cool with that. You know, we're going to be a very young team, and I like this. Young as But good. I looked at the people that were losing, and I picked out a handful that I would like back. And I'm going to start with Alex Anzalone. I just like him for depth and just being a veteran presence. He's a steady player. You know, he's nothing. He's not going to win us any games or anything like that. But he plays hard, yes. high motor. I think he'll be a good leader in the locker room. I like him. Deshaun Elliott. At times, he was our best player on defense. I, th- I believe he led our team in tackles as a safety. Mm, all right. Um, and he was clearly the most consistent player on our entire secondary. Um, so I would love for us to bring him back. Um, we have the money. I'd say pay him. I think he should be one of the top priorities. I'll mm. get into the other top priority or the top priority right now. Jamal Williams. <laughs> oh yeah. We need to bring Jamal Williams back because one, yeah, he's consistent and he's reliable. DeAndre Swift, he's Explosive, but he's a little injury prone. Jamal Williams, he played, I believe, in almost every game this season. I think you're right. I think he played in like 16 or 17. Um, and not only that, he's a leader. Yes. He's so a not part of that team. Heart of heart and soul of our team. Yes. Offense, defense, special teams, heart and soul of our team. Entrusted by Dan Campbell. Yep. Great leader in the locker room. He led the league in rushing touchdowns, and he had a th- over 1,000 yards rushing this season. So Crazy. I don't see why we don't bring him back. Yep, you know he earned I mean? his money. We need to retire him in Detroit. I think you do. And, and he, he's very happy, not to interrupt you, he's clearly happy to be there. Clearly. A lot clearly. of players are. Right. All like, these players want to come back. Yeah, absolutely. Which is, yeah. when's the last time you could say that in Detroit? In Detroit. Detroit. Not the Pistons. Nope. On the Lions. That used to be the place where players went to die. for the Not Lions. the Red Wings. Nope. 
the Lions. So no, I, no. I saw Jamal Williams a lot this past season, and he was just a kid in the candy store. He was so He's happy. Fun. He was having yeah, fun. Yeah. He's yeah. crying and shit. Like he was so emotional and all heart. That dude played his ass off this year played, for him. I really his I hope he gets off. to stay. We need to pay him. He should be our number one priority. We need to pay him. I agree. And uh the last guy I want to bring back. Now he struggled this year. Coming off a great season he had prior. Mm. So a lot of people might disagree with me. A lot of Lions fans may disagree with me, but I like Amani Aruari to come back as our third corner. Mm. And I say third because we're gonna add a corner in my scenario later. Uh, I'll get okay. to that in a bit. Getting ahead there. But you know, I like Okuda. Okuda stable. It, he just has to stay healthy. Yes. If Agreed. he stays healthy, we'll be okay with him because yeah. he's physical. He can tackle. He can. He's okay at covering. You know, he's got good speed. Right. Plays hard, and I can tell that he's flourishing under Dan Campbell. He was great in college too, so it's it's there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Aaron Glenn's coming back too. Aaron Glenn worked great with him. Right. Who was a great DB in the league? I must say, played for the Texans. Okay. And, yeah, but anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah. So those are the free agents that I would like to have back. Kind of went through our depth chart, saw some holes that we had, kind of prioritized some things. And I say our number one need right now, 1A, 1B is defensive line, mm. specifically D-tackle, and the cornerback position. And then the third is kind of a toss-up to me. You can go guard, you can go linebacker, you can go receiver, tight end. Whichever way you want to slice it up. Yeah, more weapons more weapons or quarterback i still think quarterback is what you're missing of amongst everything else you need and yeah. golf had a good year i'm not even gonna lie about it but like, yeah. like you need somebody to unlock that offense I yes think. sir yeah now i'll get into quarterback later okay i'm gonna get into the draft right now sure this quarterback we we got a trade for that you do a possible trade that could happen so draft so Let's say we don't make any trades and we just go straight to the draft, right? Yeah. Boom. And we use our picks. So at number six, I like Zoe Porter Jr., cornerback out of Penn State. Okay. Dad played in the league, played for the Steelers. That's right. He's probably, in my opinion, he was the most consistent um, cornerback in college. I know there were some guys with better stats, whatever, but he played consistently in the wide receivers hit pockets, consistently guarded the number one receivers. Um, and in 275 coverage snaps, he was only targeted 30 times. Mm, wow. Only allowed 15 catches for 140-something yards. That's excellent. So I like I like wow. those numbers. That's really good. I like those numbers. It wasn't like Sauce last year where he only got bumped to three times a game. Yeah. Sauce <laughs> yeah, was but just complete. Sauce is different. My but, God. But, yeah. But he's a physical press corner. He can tackle. He pairs well with um, Okuda yeah. and Orarie. Orari will be the number three corner. I think right. Joey Porter so, will be the number one. That's your move. You know, right. you know, okay. so I, I like that that trio right there of cornerbacks if we make that happen. Sure. Um, they're all tall. They're all over six feet. Um, they're all athletic. Can guard any receiver, really, except for the speeder receivers, which we'll get into later. The <laughs> right. speeder receivers will give us trouble, but anyone else we can match up because we got the size and athleticism. But anyway, and then we have the 18th pick in the first round. Um, here, I like two guys. Um, now, realistically, I got Brian Bercy from Clemson. Okay. Um, he was coming off an injury, um, but 
Very athletic for a big guy. Plays the run very well, which is what we need. Yeah. And he's explosive. At a, as a big guy being explosive like that, I can't stress how important that is playing the three technique. Oh, so, absolutely. Same with the yeah. Bears. Yeah. Three technique is big on the list right now. And so we will have uh, – I wrote it down. We'll have Aiden, Aiden Hutchinson, okay. and James Houston on the ends, and we'll have Brian Brissy in the middle with Aline McNeil probably. Mm-hmm. I like that. Okay. Not bad. Um, that's like the safe, realistic pick. But if yeah, if I had it my way, <laughs> if I had it my way with the 18 pick, we are getting Jalen Carter. Oh man! I mean, it's totally in the cards now. It is. Like that's probably news to your. I mean, music to your ears right now. It's yes. So you oh no, you talking about? I'm like, okay, yeah. You just wait, man. You just okay. wait. We'll see. We'll see. It's okay. it's going. He's definitely going to be like the talk of the draft now to see how far he falls. There's always he one was, every year that they can easily and watch, but he was easily the best defensive tackle in the draft. Yeah. Possibly defensive lineman in the draft. Right. Possibly. So that's going to be very interesting to see where he falls. Yeah. But if you guys land him, Taylor Carter, Aiden Hutchinson, James Houston. That's yeah. like your, your next Nadama Sue right there. Like, yeah. Ooh, better, bold, bold. I mean, and then better. Yes, absolutely. Jeez, and then that's our second pick in the first round. So if we snag a Joey Porter, yeah, or a Christian Gonzalez, mm. or one of these top corners at number six, and still get him, that defense I'll becomes disgusting. That. Yeah, it's already really good, but man, yeah, that would that be, would be fearsome. That would be ideal. That's nice. That'd be a, a sweet first round for you. Yeah, if. If we go into the draft with our with the mentality of using our picks, but but if we can make a trade, <laughs> this is what I would prefer. I don't speak for the Bears, just so you know. <laughs> yeah, if I can, hey, I I don't want nobody on the Bears. But no, just, no, 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 <laughs> just saying, like, I can't offer you that number one. It's not mad in here, so I can't make the move happen for you. But go on. <laughs> but. So one guy I would love for us to trade for, and it's very possible, is Jalen Ramsey. Yeah, he's on the market now. He's on the market now. I'm around St. Brown out here recruiting him. You know what I'm saying? He played with golf before. Yeah. Um, he would it's be loved possible. and accepted in Detroit. Oh, yeah. He fit right in. He, he ain't a bad boy to you. Like, he's a bad boy piston to me. Like, when I watch right. Ramsey play, he's a bad boy piston. He belongs in Detroit. I was going to say his personality would fit in perfectly, perfectly. in that city. Yes. Talking trash, playing physical, yeah, in your face. He fits Detroit. He is so Detroit. It would be a seamless <laughs> and a great transaction for the team. Like, we would probably give up maybe both first-round picks, you'd say? You probably would have to. I'm not mad at that. Jalen Rams is better than and will be better than whoever we pick at six and eighteen. And that's the point I was gonna make. Yeah, it's you're paying for talent you know exists. Yeah. It's not a question mark at all. So And we can we can win right now. It's true. You've proven it. Like we we can definitely win right now. So we can make that trade, send both first round picks, maybe one of our second round picks, and maybe something next year. I don't probably, know. Probably like a a, a flip, you know, yeah, flip. third rounders or something. Yeah, we take yeah, I don't know. Some shit. Some shit like that. Yeah. We can make that happen. I would love for that to happen. And this trade. Oh God. (laughs) 
we do a sign-in trade with the Baltimore Ravens for Lamar Jackson. Oh, God, here we go. This is gonna happen. <laughs> you gotta let him go. Man. He has no leverage. None. They will tag him, and he will play on that tag, and he will like it. Hey, if man. he doesn't like hey. it, it doesn't matter. And it sucks. A man could dream, can he? You absolutely can. Don't let me squash your dreams. Hey, man. But this it's a cheese sandwich all over. Hey, I'm telling it, you. It's a reason why I said, I said it after the gym, because I know it's least likely to happen. Like, one of the least possible. But it could happen. Man, if it does, if it did happen, just to go down imagination lane for a second, I would, oh, I'd be sick. Lamar Jackson in the North mm. would be crazy. On our team with our right. weapons, that'd be pretty nuts. That's an easy division championship for him. Imagine that option with 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 Swift and Jamal Williams. Oh God! You thought you thought it was nice and now now behind our offensive line too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes, he would be an amazing asset for you guys. And he finally has a number one receiver. Yep, I'm Ross St. Brown. Legit. Jameson Williams is only going to get better. That's right. Yes, it would. You would be in a great spot if that ever happened, but it's not going to happen. Hey, I can't, I can't let it happen. You got to understand. This is the first time that the division feels like it's open for one of our teams. Finally, yeah, yeah. Because I'm not worried about the Vikings. The, the Vikings are the Vikings, but like, it feels like that little window is you know, opening just a bit. Yeah. One of us to crawl through. And I can't let you have Lamar Jackson. Like that just that's too easy for you guys. That's hey, a man. that's a huge upgrade. I'ma pray for that. I'ma pray for you, that. You may you light every candle you man. have in every that apartment sage in my house. All the sage. That's right. You, you do the sage thing too. Yes, light sir. all the sage, sacrifice whatever goat you have to. It ain't <laughs> gonna happen he said sacrifice whatever go ever well i don't know what you do in your off time man you man. watch your youtube videos and you know, slaughter a goat i mean hey it's friday night you do what you gotta do now i actually have a question for you yes sir but i'll answer it first okay because i'm not sure because i looked it up beforehand i'm not sure if you have so i'll answer it first i'll give you some time to think about it okay free agents yeah looking at your roster what free agents would you personally target if you were the Bears? I'll start. Okay. <laughs> I'll start. I mean, so, I already have my answer. We're going on. <laughs> so I got um uh I'll start at cornerback because cornerback was a top need for us. Okay. Um, I would not mind seeing one of the two veterans join our team. Cause I'm pretty sure if we stay with the mindset of using our draft picks, we're gonna take a corner in the first round. Pretty sure. Sure. Um so I would like Patrick Peterson or Jason Verrett. I think those would be two solid bets to come in, uh, mentor the guys, but also be in position to get a lot of playing time. That's very true. We do play a lot of we play a lot of nickel, and Amani Oruorie could lose his spot. Mm, okay, okay. As the number three corner, you know, he could lose that spot. Right. But I assume Okuda and whatever rookie we take are going to be the one and two. That's what uh, I. Assume. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, linebacker, also a big need for us. One guy I love, Devin Bush. Bring him back to the end. That'd be dope. Bring him back. <laughs> we need a linebacker that can play sideline to sideline. 
and that can help us in coverage. Malcolm Rodriguez was pretty good in coverage, I must say. Mm. But he does not have the athleticism that Devin Bush has. Okay. Devin Bush can play the run, I believe, better than any one of our linebackers right right now on our roster because we're pretty weak at the linebacker position. Mm. Preach. So he would be a huge <laughs> upgrade for us. He'd easily be the best linebacker we have on our roster if we sign him. Tight end. Uh, you don't even know who our starting tight end is. I damn near don't even know how to say his name. Starts with his name. <laughs> you had a great one, but okay, maybe not great. But you had a good one. And you shipped his ass out. No, fuck him. <laughs> He's always been a scrub. I'd rather have Eric oh, Ebron than him. Man. Uh, oh, if God, I'm being honest with you, Eric Ebron, dude. I'll take Eric Ebron over TJ Hyde. You were Ebron's biggest fan, and he did nothing but treat you wrong. Hey man, I still take him on TJ. Man, TJ always falling yeah, and shit when he try to catch the ball. I don't know what the fuck is wrong with you, but anyway, go on. This tight end, three guys. One, the first guy we probably won't have the money for, but best on the market. So I would love if we can get him. If we can't get any of anybody else, Evan Ingram. Mm, you've been a fan of his for a while too. Yes, mm. he can get downfield. He can make contested catches. Athletic. Yeah, he can run every route in the route tree. Evan he still Ingram. got something to prove. Yes. And yeah. he had probably his best season of his career last year. With Jacksonville, right? Yeah, with Jacksonville. Yeah. So come on over to Detroit where, you know what I'm saying, we were the top three scoring offense in the league and have you some fun, you feel me? <laughs> Second guy, Foster Moreau. Mm, underrated. Big sleeper. Underrated. Big sleeper. Watched him play at LSU. I liked him at LSU. Came into the league. Been a very productive tight end, too, right. um, behind Darren Waller. I would love to see him on our team as the tight end one. I think he's ready for that role. Okay. Um, I think that's the guy that we're most likely going to get if we target somebody at that position in free agency. Gotcha. Uh, the third guy, um, I think he has potential in him, uh, and I think he has something to prove. He was a former first-round pick, went to Alabama. Irv Smith. Ah, yes. I agree. Uh, I, I think okay. he's asking. I think he has the athleticism. I think he has the knowledge of the game. He he's a very good run blocking tight end. If I'm being honest with you, he he plays a run almost as well as T.J. Hawkinson. Okay, um, that would he, be an interesting pickup. Yeah, and I I think he has potential. I think we could kick the wheels on him and make make something out of him. Those are three guys at the position I like. Okay, um, and then uh, at the guard position, uh. Pretty weak, so fuck it. Man. I might as well just resign Evan Brown. I mean, whatever. good linemen are hard to find, so yeah, whatever. He knows do the offense. Yeah, <laughs> no wide receiver. This is where I have some fun because okay. I believe we have a weakness at wide receiver, and it's our number three position. Sure, um, number three wide receiver position because we're losing DJ Chart. Three guys I like. I like Paris Campbell. Not Speedy bad. downfield. I think he's very underrated. Um, okay. Hasn't really had the best luck as far as quarterbacks go. Mm, that's um, true. I think him and Goff could develop something similar to what Goff had with Shark. Yeah, why not? Second guy, Marvin Jones. Bring him back on the oh, team. Oh, man. I'm surprised that's your why number not? two. You why not? Marvin Jones. <laughs> why not, man? All he does is catch touchdowns and make big plays down the field. He why should not? go back. I would love it. Uh, third guy, Darius Slayton. You still want to kick the tires on Slayton, huh? He's a little inconsistent, man. He's a little inconsistent. He's a lot inconsistent. What I like about He's... him is his his game is similar to DJ Sark's. True. I guess he, he just doesn't his hands aren't as consistent though. No. 
He's so, a physical receiver, but dude's got those bricks for hands he's got to fix. Yeah, like he's fast and he's got good size on him. Right. But he's, he's just inconsistent with his hands. Yeah, that's big for that. That's the one job you got. Kind of need to be so, good at that. If we can't get any of them to, I mean, I would not mind Darius Slayton. On the cheap, if you get him for on, cheap. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Okay, I feel you. But those are some guys. Okay. What about I, just some? I won't go into that much depth just because we're already running long as it is. But I already know who the hell I want. Again, Deron Payne's gone. Fuck it. The next one on my list who still might get tagged, but if he doesn't, I'm backing up the damn truck. That's Orlando Brown. I think mm. he would be the new anchor on our offensive line. We'd be able to slide like someone like a Braxton Jones over, and I think he would solidify that front line. And you will see our run game, which is already – Really good, surprisingly. We'd be a top rushing offense. It'd be nuts. Would love Orlando Brown. Please don't take the tag. Please. Force your way out. We will pay you whatever you want. (laughs) I would love it. We need just those big, beefy motherfuckers on that line. Uh, Other than that, I wouldn't be be mad about like a Jamel Dean. Just kind of match him up with the corners we do have, which are young. And Mm -hmm. I think he's a really – I mean, with Tampa, he was solid. Always consistent with his game there. So something in that line I would love. And he's fast, um, unlike the corners that you have now. Exactly. I think our guys have some speed, but they're just kind of idiots right now. So, <laughs> yes, he would be a big speed upgrade for sure. Yeah. Um, On defense, also, someone like a Marcus Davenport wouldn't be bad. You know, again, veteran. Somebody, you know, wouldn't cost too much. That nice edge. We, we They have to restock the edge because we just had the worst – rushing defense of all time. It's ridiculous. Um, Otherwise, I know we're looking at, like, Draymond Jones. I'm cool with that kind of defensive tackle. He's, again, that that we talked about that three technique. Eberflus already said, like, the three technique position is, like, top of his list because it makes his entire defense run. It's the yeah. engine. So yeah. someone like a Draymond Jones would had a, had a really good year last year, even though the Broncos didn't as much. But I think he could be be somebody of a disruptor, absolutely on, on our line. So that'd be really cool. You, you mentioned tight ends. As much as I like Cole Komet and the and the small jump he made in his game, I still think we need to bring somebody else in with him. And I'm looking at Mike Gusecki, mm. and that's somebody who I think had some flashes of like superstardom, and then kind of fell apart a little bit. He feels a little out of place in Miami. So yeah. someone like him again wouldn't cost us too much. But him and Komet together could be pretty damn deadly. And if you know your Bears history, they covet the tight end position. So I, I really could see someone like Gusecki and Komet doing very well together. I would like to have yeah. it set, especially because there's not a lot of receivers on the free agent market that are like top tier. I think looking at like a decent tight end to kind of help out as another weapon or even as a better blocker would be a dramatic help. Mm. And someone like Mike McGlinchey, um, another offensive lineman, again, just we're looking for those anchors, both sides of the offensive line, and they have to shuffle the deck there. It just, I mean, they had some flashes of brilliance on that line, but most of it was just lackluster. Yeah. Fields needs all the protection he can get. So you can start seeing him make those throws. So that's me. I'm all about fixing the trenches adding some more power and speed in the corners and getting the defensive line on ta- on track with the edges. We- we've got to be able to rush quarterbacks. The reason they lost so many games is just they, they could not stop people from scoring. 
even if it wasn't rushing touchdowns because he really couldn't run on them, the passing touchdowns were killing us. So yeah. if we can put a lot of pressure and combine a decent free agency with some great pieces from the draft, it's I'm telling you, it's going to speed up that rebuild that we've been doing for the last 30 years, and maybe we're going to get somewhere with all this shit. There's, there's a lot they can do to not fuck this up. So I'm really keeping my fingers crossed. Free agency in the draft are going to be fire. If we thought the NBA deadline was crazy, NFL offseason yeah, this... is going to be nuts. Yeah. We can I see a lot wait. of guys move. I, I would not be surprised if DeAndre Hopkins was on the move. That's another one. I am I wouldn't pay top dollars as much as I love D-Hop, but the guy can still ball. You can he still can play. Still play. So he's also on the table. Someone like even like a Michael Thomas would he be, could be on the move too. He could be on the move. You know, he's kind of having a falling out with New Orleans. Yeah. I think Michael Thomas is still an immaculate talent. So yeah. I would love to bring him to Chicago. Mm-hmm. So something like that, you know, low risk, high reward. Yeah. So again, quite a few people I think we can bring in. There's plenty more that I even discuss, like Javon Hargrave. Or yeah. Sa- Saquon Barkley keeps getting mentioned with us, so you know we'll we'll see. Exactly, your face has mm. a lot. Saquon and the Bears have been linked for a long time now. So, do I care so much about the running back position at this point? No, I think it's one of our strengths. I like but, David Montgomery uh, a lot, but you get Saquon. Saquon's a game changer, though. That's what a healthy Saquon. Now you really need to bolster that old line. Exactly. No matter what we do with running back, yeah, that's the offensive line. It has to be fixed. It just has to be fixed. But Jimmy's a Saquon? Don't, I mean, where there's smoke, there's fire, and there's a lot of smoke with the Saquon thing. Mm. It really, I think it depends on what they do with Daniel Jones, because I think it's really down to the two of them on which way. Oh, they're paying Danny Dunn's. I I think they're going to, and I think Saquon's going to be the odd man out. The odd man out. And we would, we would love you, Saquon. We would love you in Chicago. (laughs) Come over again. Win one ring. We don't want a dynasty in Chicago. We want respect. If you That's... come and win one championship, we're going to build you a statue or one playoff game. One playoff game. You'll at least get a plaque. Yeah, yeah. Like, at least in, in Chicago. I, oh yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll hang it up as a banner. Man. One be, one playoff game. You'll be like Matt Forte on steroids. Oh, I miss Matt Forte. But yes, absolutely. It can be done. So we'll see. We'll see. Anyway, sir, last words for your adoring fans for the night. Man. <laughs> Don't think too hard now. Man. <laughs> no, I'm playing. But man, if you made it this far, and if you made it this far, no, if you made it this far, I need you to pour you some up to drink because you need a shot. <laughs> <laughs> as long as it's not Hennessy. Put the no, down. make sure it's Hennessy and oh, make sure God. you don't chase it. Still got some of the bottle here. You know what? Take a shot, no, flat. That's never happening again. Unless <laughs> I lose a bet. <laughs> <laughs> but no, for real, man. You made it this far for real. Before you sum up the drink, you deserve a shot. From your boy, from yours truly, man. I love and really appreciate you. Yes, sir. And like you said, we love and everything. We love you. We love the fact you're here with us. If you're even giving us a chance, if it's your first time listening, I mean, we we love it. Thank you so much. We can't say how much we appreciate it. Just giving this little pot a, a chance and 
letting us ramble on for an hour and a half about nonsense. It, it's a delight. It, it's the, the best part of the week for me personally. So we hope it's enriching your life, giving you a laugh or a smile, just something to brighten your day or your night. So again, stay with us and we'll appreciate you and we want to hear from you. And we'll just, we're just going to keep on trying to improve as much as we can to, to entertain you. Cause that's what it's all about. That's what we like to do. So we're going to do it. It's as simple as that. All right, sir. I think that's it. We will be back next week. We got UFC this weekend. Going to catch that. Those fights got big bet on the line. Don't forget that. Yes, I have it. Uh, Might go live. Don't know yet. We'll we'll figure that out too. John Jones and Cyril Gunn. That's going to be fireworks. So I'm looking forward to that. And uh, yes, we'll, we'll see you next week. And as always, we are here for you, and you can bank on it. Yes, sir.